Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. In the denouement guild house of Caravelle, you are able to rest and recuperate from the day. While not physically stressful, it has been an emotionally and mentally taxing day for the four of you. Vale, in particular, had a very enlightening visit to Tiff's Looking Glass in the chapel of Alethea. Ionis and Torm has been assassinated, and you have reunited with your old Tamani friend, Samudio Sniffins. However, his rescue was carried out, for the most part, by Carolina Scratch. The rescue was paired with the revelation that the two of them are also a married couple. They join you now in the guild house, but Sam's absence will hardly go unnoticed. The Beast of Medullary Hill was scheduled to start a championship fight in the Stained Court next week, and without that match, a lot of people stand to lose a lot of money. Hennigan has given Sam and Carolina permission to stay, based on your vouching for them. What would folks like to do while you lay low for the night? I'm trying to decide if it's like rude to immediately like ask about their relationship, but Arnis is so curious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he so wants to know everything about them. But like I don't I don't know. So he probably just kind of like hovers a little bit and is like, uh, mm, uh, mm, trying to figure out how to like ask it and kind of looking at Sam's face like is going on, but can't quite decide whether or not to ask anything. Okay. As you're awkwardly looking at Sam and Carolina, Sam is set on the bed. Carolina is standing in front of him, her back to you. She's, uh, she's running her fingers through the fur on the top of his head, trying to soothe him and whispering quietly to him. Uh, not like whispering lovey-dovey to him, just, you know, she's talking to him in hushed tones. But you can tell that it's not out of animosity or anything. It's just, you know, two people catching up. Is there something anybody else would like to do? Before I get into a thing. <laughs> well, Veal and Iolana are not going to know, but their nose is into other people's business right now. So they've got nothing. Yeah, same. Oh, okay. see. And if, and if everybody's kind of looking around, like, what is going 
on, then eventually like Arnis won't be able to take it anymore. Um, and so I'll just kind of like awkwardly like, (laughs) um, so, um, Carolina, we haven't actually been formally introduced. Um, (laughs) and I kind of do a round of names. Uh Right. And, um, and then, uh, and just say, so how, like, how, how, how long have you and Sam been married? Oh, it's a pleasure to meet all of you. Sammy and I go way back. We've been married for, it seems like forever now. Must be decades. So you must be the kids that Sam's been hanging out with. Sure. Decades, you say. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I just give Sam a look like, dude, what the fuck? Hey, <laughs> but I don't but I don't say anything. Have an open marriage. I don't I don't say anything. I'm not gonna call him out. I'm not gonna say anything, but I just give him this look like, bruh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carolina sees that expression on your face and she grabs one of Sam's ears and gives it a little twist. Says, Sam, Sam, don't leave your friends in the dark. You be a good boy and you tell them. God. <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> uh, Sam says, oh, I'm <sighs> sorry. I never mentioned my wife before. It never really came up. Hmm. Um, but, uh, and she like crosses her arms and looks at him again, <clears throat> but, but yeah, uh, we have a very, uh, we have a very open relationship. It's not uncommon in our village outside of other Tamani when we are out and about, it's, uh, it's quite an acceptable thing as long as you don't keep your partner in the dark. So yes, Chris was right. I, I mean, you know, you just said that. Because <laughs> those are, well, if Vale doesn't say it, I can't be like, Chris is right. End of story. No, 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 no. That's, that's Arn is saying that to Sam, right? Oh. Like you could have just, you could have just said that. Like, dude, I'm not, I'm not attempting to judge you. Like, just like, <laughs> you should have told us. Like, it's your fucking wife. Like you should have told us. <laughs> uh, I said, um, no, it's not a big deal. I didn't know. I didn't expect anybody to meet Carolina, but here we are. All right. I, I, I'm glad you all got a chance to meet her. I hope you all get along. Well, uh, Carolina, you are, uh, you're quite the badass fighter. So I think we'll be just fine. Thank you, Arnis. I think she's going to turn towards Vale and Ilana and ask, so we are good here for the night. We're free to let our guard down and rest. Vale speak up and say, yes, you're, you're safe here for the evening. And if you need, I may be able to broker uh, transportation for you out of the city too. Mm-hmm. Well, something tells me that we shouldn't keep Sam here too long. I can arrange that in the morning if you need. All right. All right. We'll see. And hearing that we are all safe here and secure, K 
Carolina is going to step out of her merged Tamani form. Carolina, she is her human, her humanoid half, uh, is human. She does have a human half. She has big, curly, dark hair. She has a very emotive eyes, emotive smile. I'm picturing someone like, uh, I don't know if you've seen Blackish, but Tracy Ellis Ross, the person who plays the, she's the, the wife and the mother in the show. Mm-hmm. Very much like that. Whereas Scratch, Scratch is a Bengal cat. And she is something like this. Oh, security. Scratch is a Bengal cat. Yes, it is a kitty. What did you expect from a cat person? I knew it was going to be a kitty, but it's it's a really cute kitty. It's cute. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cute kitty. (laughs) Scratch is a Bengal cat. Very burnt orangish color. Dark spot stripes and eyes like green quartz. Has a very long tail and tall pointed ears. And Scratch just begins exploring around. If a door is left open, Scratch will definitely go through it. Carolina sits down on the bed next to Sam. Sam explains he's unable to separate right now. As part of his time under Iona, who knew he was a Tamani, she had a device implanted into his chest just underneath his fur that does a couple of things. First, it prevents him and Sniffins from separating because that would not look good in the stained court. That would not look good in the pit fights. And it would go from the brink of, is he a Tamani? Is he not? To, oh, he definitely is, as opposed to just like some dog man beast. But also, it allows whoever has the, uh, the control for that implant to induce a certain amount of pain. Ugh. He looks up and he's like, ah. Yeah, he pushes some fur aside. You can see this rounded, square-shaped metallic thing in his chest. Yeah, I, uh, I'd take this out if I could, but I don't want to do more harm than good. Carolina admits, I'm no surgeon. Could rip it out, but as Sam said, his safety is important. Is this something we could get taken care of here? Uh, Vale again being the expert in the room. Um, <clears throat> don't know if there's someone specifically on site that could be that could take care of it, but we can inquire as to see if someone could be brought to us. Mm. So you're suggesting like a like a mob doctor? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that would be. <laughs> I would think the Assassin's Guild would have their own like surgeons for people that come back with they, like or healers or something, but they may not like depending on the size of the guild, they might not be like a house surgeon. Like I would expect like the the Capital Guild would have a house healer. Mm. But if this is a smaller town, they might have a local person that they that that allies with them, but that practices separately. Uh Caravel is certainly a bigger city. This is not a small little podunk town. You're not in Capris. You're not in Karami. Actually, yeah, I would say with the size of it and the amount of this money is a big in city. this town. They do have medics on site. These are mostly magical healers. You know, mm. they're used to closing wounds, not opening them back up. Now, like if someone had an arrowhead stuck in them, yeah, sure, they could dig that out. But that's, you know, something that gets shot into a person. When it comes to surgery like this, like removing an implant, 
they could give it a shot. I'm just going to say, like, they probably aren't a specialist in this, but we could we could certainly try a, an assassin medic if that's what you want to do. If nobody here wants to take a stab at it, pun intended. Let me look at my character sheet. Yolana is curious enough to be curious. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. This is definitely going to rely on medicine. I don't know if medics tools Ooh. are a thing, but that is um, definitely like, what you would need think to like gain heal- like a proficiency. Healers kits are a healers kit. Might yeah, a healers kit might do it. It'd probably be more like field surgery, like a field medic kit. I have proficiency in medicine, but I don't have like a healer's kit or any of those like supplies or anything. Well, you are in a city and you are in a guild house. Supplies is something I'm less worried about. Okay. Has Aranus done surgery on anybody before? No, I think we established that he got his like, he got his proficiency in medicine just from being like out like on the road by himself. Right. Mm -hmm. And like having to kind of take care of himself when he was like sick and making sure that like he stayed well and things. So trying to decide if he's had to like do surgery on himself, probably like not really, but like like minor stuff like um, digging out thorns and that kind of stuff. Right. Especially Mm -hmm. if he was like if he got stuck by something that was poisonous or something like but like minor minor mm-hmm. well this is bigger than a thorn yeah it is probably uh an inch or two across meaning to say like this is this above, is gonna be real surgery this is like above yeah. my pay grade like i could try but this is out of the realm of something i've ever done that's what i got mm-hmm. has iolana got anything oh no iolana's got nothing i forgot what medicine is wisdom based in this game Okay. Well, I never can tell with Iolana what she can do because she's got so many weird things between being Genasi and Mystic. Mm-hmm. So if Arnus wants to take his first crack at actual surgery, we can do that. If you want to seek out outside help, we can do that. Um, Like I would have told you, like I would have told Sam basically everything that I just told you. Mm-hmm. And then I would kind of leave the choice to him. Like, this is out of the realm of something I really know how to do, so it would be wise of us to seek outside help, like somebody from this guild, but it's up to you what you want to do, because, I mean, it's it's you we're digging into, right? So it's not my decision to make. Mm-hmm. You know, we're cutting into you, so, like, you get to make the decision whether you want, like, mm-hmm. somebody who may have done this before, or you want a friend who you trust. Like, it's up to you. Oh, I think Sam is going to say, Aranis, you know I trust you. I trust all of you with my life. But I don't know if I want to be the first surgical patient of yours. See, this is why I left it up to you. (laughs) If there's no other options, sure. Right now, my life is not in danger. So if we could get a professional hand at it, a practiced hand... That might be my first suggestion. And Arnus would just sort of turn to like Iolana and Vale and be like, I don't even know who to ask. Like, We can go find one of the healers and see what they can do. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I need a name for an assassin doctor. 
Thank you for not making me perform surgery on Sam. (laughs) If you were dead set for it, like I wasn't going to stop you, but we are in a controlled situation here. We are indoors. We're in a city. (laughs) We're in a professional guild house. Right. I mean, my strength is basically like field medicine, right? Like if I have to perform a medicine check, we're good. But other than that, like maybe don't have me do that. <laughs> uh, let's see where I need a. Uh, I'm going to say this person is a halfling. Small hands. Good for small surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay. If the idea then is to use a guildhouse medic for this procedure, uh, I think Bale or Ilana is familiar enough with guildhouses to know how to find a medic. I'm sure there's some sort of signage on the door, whether it's an actual like nameplate on the door that says doctor, whether it's just an image of like a needle and thread and surgical blade. I don't know. Do Ilana or Vale have any thoughts on what it might be, how you denote a medic within the guild? I think the guild is more subtle just by its own needs to have something that, uh, that obvious. I think it's a, uh... Hmm. In front of the door, like not in front of the door, but like next to the door, there's a small table, like an end table with a single red candle on it that's currently burning. And that's how you know the doctor is in. (laughs) Okay. I feel I have to ask, why is there subtlety inside your own guild house, which is already a private building? I think there's always like, the. it may go back to like the history of the guild, but I think there's always a, even inside guild buildings, the fear that if someone breaks in, we don't want to give away what we are. So mm-hmm. there's a lot, and it may have just come from the fact that like back in the day, there was some sort of, you know, assassin hunt or something. And so we still live in fear of that. But I think it's just the very nature of someone who does what we do. We're always going to be extra precautious. Okay. So uh, who's all going to surgery with Sam? I am. Yeah. I don't think I would that. Mm-hmm. Vale and Yolanda don't feel the need to crowd the room. They will stay okay. outside, probably. Carolina will go. Uh, Scratch is nowhere to be seen. That cat has wandered off. Yeah. You all escort Sam over to this denouement doctor's office. The candle is burning. It looks like it's been burning for quite some time. The doctor has been in for a while. Going inside, you find Dr. Walker Young. He's an older halfling gentleman, balding front to back, salt and pepper hair, a little shaggy, a weary face. He's seen a lot of years. Evening. New faces all around. <sighs> Which town are you coming from? Bale and Elon aren't in the room. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's, yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're meeting a new guild person, but you don't have your assassins <laughs> with you. <laughs> cool. I'm going to let Arnis handle this one. It's because everyone else decided they wanted to go in the room. So they're like, well, we're not going to crowd the doctor. Cool. Um, so Arnage just says, uh, around. <laughs> I didn't realize we had any guild houses in around. Uh, we've been out on the road for a while. So we don't have like a home base, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, where was your last guild house that you did stay in? Uh, correct. Karami? Ah, the new one. You must know Jorion, then. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. 
<laughs> yes, Actually, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Not a lie. I, I do know that person. <laughs> I do know them. Yay. All right. Well, y'all look healthy. What brings you here? And I just sort of gesture to Sam. Okay. Right, he'll explain the situation. Dr. Walker Young. He'll get up on a stool so we can uh, get a better look at this implant in Sam's chest. Ooh, yeah. Looks like that's in there pretty deep. You okay with me uh, knocking you out so we can take care of this thing? He nods. All right, all right. This thing magic? Again, Sam nods. (laughs) Doctor wipes his brow with a handkerchief. Okay, then. So we're just, uh... Okay, okay. Well, might need some time. Now, unless any of you folks uh, have got medical experience and want to be a nurse, you can probably just enjoy your evenings. Crap. Is that something that you need? Like, do you do you need I, an extra set of hands? Oh, no, I, I could wake the nurse up if, <laughs> if I have to. He's resting. That's probably a good idea. As soon as you say it's a good idea to wake his nurse, he just turns his head slightly towards the back and there's another door and you just hear him shout, Marcus, wake up, need your hands. And you hear some shuffling as somebody gets out of a bed or off of a cot. Uh, Out walks this young, very disheveled, tall, lanky dude, hair, just total bedhead. He's like, what? Oh, okay. 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 I'm up. I'm up. I'm ready. The doctor tells him to prep the surgical table, get his tools ready. I go, all right. Don't know how long this thing's going to take. So just be comfortable. I'll let you know. Well, I'll send Marcus out. He'll let you know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What do folks want to do while Sam's in surgery? I mean, Shannon, the player really wants to question Carolina some more, but mm-hmm. RNS has a little more tact than that. So he's not going to do it. RNS has tact. Yeah, it's really a bummer. Darvin, anything you um, want to get up to? No, not in particular. I'm mostly worried about Sam, but not, you know, but listening to the mm-hmm. doctor. Mm-hmm. Valor Ilana. Uh, no, I think they're uh, they're ready to call it a day, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it has been a day. For some of us, it's been a fucking day. But for, mo- for, for others, it's just been a day. So you're just going to go to bed, Valor and Ilana? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If there's nothing anybody here wants to do within the guild house while Sam's in surgery, that's fine. Caroline is going to stay posted outside of the doctor's office. Scratch continues to wander about unseen. Is anyone staying with Carolina outside the door? Or is everybody going off to do other things? Um, mm. I would go off to do other things, but I would also tell her... If you need anything or it looks like something is like starting to go wrong, like, you know where my room is. Like, you come get me first. She nods. Just because I have, you know, healing ability. (laughs) Okay. Darwin, are you hanging out or are you going away? No, I think I'm going away. Probably just to bed for the evening. Okay. Unless it's like 6 p.m. No, it's probably later than 6 p.m. What were their names? Darielle and Papa, they definitely waited until later in the night to do their business with Iona. So is everybody just laying in bed? 
Pretty much. Is Seems that what like we're saying so. here? Mm-hmm. All right, then. It is some time later when the door bursts open and Sniffins comes charging in through the room, just oh. running up to each and every bed, giving everybody a good sniff and a tail wag, and like very excited to see everybody. Oh, who's a good boy? <laughs> oh, that is, that is very patronizing. <laughs> I know. But no, it's totally fine. Because he's, uh, he's very happy. He's he's ready to jump on the first bed that anybody lets him up on. Oh, he can have mine. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Okay, then he jumps up into the bed. He's like pushing his way through the blankets and the sheets, like making himself comfortable. Yes, I'm about it. <laughs> and it's moments later when Sam and Carolina re-enter. Sam's shirt is off. It's kind of like. Uh, Sorry, Sam did not have a shirt just now. Um, <laughs> He's wearing pants that aren't his. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he doesn't have to get nude to change into his Tamani form. No, that he was more a comment about. Through the- that was more a comment about having sex with his wife. I think. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He just got out of surgery. Give the man a minute to heal. But it's Sam. Nope. You don't need to pop a stitch right away. (laughs) Sam and Carolina come in. Sam is wearing a pair of pants that have seen better days, and he has a bandage across his chest, the slight red stain coming through on the left-hand side. Carolina has an arm around him uh, and is gently touching the area there on his chest near his fresh surgical wound. And just like, you know, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be better. Sam and Carolina go over to sit next to Sniffins, who puts his head right in between the two of them, like from behind. They're sitting on the edge of the bed, and he just pokes his head through, puts his head between like his leg and her leg. Very comfortable. And then Marcus comes in. Hey, folks. Uh, the doctor said, uh, this is what we pulled out of Sam. So we should give this back to him in case, uh, I don't know, fond memories or whatever. <laughs> I mean, Sets it down on like an end table, and it's this. It's pyramid. It's like a pyramid type shape. It's a little bit rounder, but it definitely has a point, and it's got a number of little claws and hooks, as it would be implanted into someone, and a bunch of tiny little magical rune symbols on it. I'd be careful with that. I wouldn't put that in yourself unless you know what you're doing, <laughs> especially. Uh, if you don't have the control thing for it, I don't know if that's words or if that's another device, but be safe with it. All right. Sam, you and Sniffins, make sure you check your bandages. If anything starts bleeding tonight, you come on back to us. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go back to bed if nobody needs me. No, I think we're all good. Vale kind of says to dismiss him. All right. Good night, folks. Good night, Marcus. All right. Well, we went through a little bit more business to fix up Sam than I was expecting, but oh well. Uh, Right. Sam is on the mend. Carolina is pleased to be here, to see Sam, to see Sniffins. And she's certainly not being impersonal to anybody. She's she's rather open, so if anybody... If anybody wants to talk Mm -hmm. to her, they may. She is not trying to put out that wall. But if folks are just going back to bed, folks are just going back to bed. Yeah, I think that's kind um, of the plan. 
I mean, it seems kind. Like, as much as we, you know, want Sam back, it seems kind of rude to, like, monopolize him or his wife from each other. So I'm not, like, I'm not going to do that. That seems mean. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, they'll catch up on their their recent histories and uh, share some stories. Unless anybody's eavesdropping, I don't have to make up what those stories are right now. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to do that to you, Scott. I think it's mostly centered around what he's doing here and how he got caught. Mm. But yeah. Hmm. So after everybody has a good night's rest, after Pouchet awakens again and drops off more random goodies for everybody. Nice. Good Pouchet. Oh, bad Pouchet. Pouchet, Pouchet. Pouchet, Pouchet. In fact, actually, do, 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 do. Oh, he did not find a lot of money between the cushions tonight. Oh, while awakened, Pouchet leaves you 26 gold worth of coins, a gallon of ale. Nice. And a few pair of children's shoes. (laughs) Creepy. What? Super creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things that he's done. Of all the things that Pouchet has done, the children's shoes are the creepiest. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> what can I say? Kids lose shoes. Thus is true. Carolina is absolutely interested in what Pouchet has been up to. You mean to tell me you all just have a little pocket kangaroo who gives you free stuff? Well, sure. Doesn't everyone? Right. Uh, really just doesn't everybody? <laughs> everybody has a baby kangaroo. Um, well, she's not going to ask too much about it. She's just, all right. Free stuff kangaroo. How do I get one of those? Where'd you pick that up? It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> For show. It is a multi-step process <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, i'm pretty sure they're out of stock <laughs> okay at least step two all right all right um well, all right then not exactly something i need just something i wouldn't mind having seems interesting it is interesting <laughs> mm-hmm but anyways, we can't hide out here forever. Where are you all headed? Or are you staying? Uh, we're headed to the capital. <clears throat> Sam stands up feeling a little bit better after a good night's rest. <sighs> Y'all need some help? It's been a while, but... When he asks this, Fail just looks at Arnis. Um, seriously, you just like... Arnis has had all the difficult conversations lately. Sticking another one on there. That's great. Um, that's all internal, by the way. I don't actually say any of that to Vale. Um, <laughs> that's just all the look of, like, thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, what we're about to go do is, is really dangerous. Dangerous and potentially stupid on almost an unbelievable level. And you were there when we tried to kill that god. 
Um, or we did, I guess, succeed in killing that god. Uh, I know that we that we asked you before, and you went willingly. I, I am loath to even give you a choice in the matter this time. I don't know that I can have you mixed up in what we're about to try to go do. Well, come on. If it wasn't stupid and dangerous, it wouldn't be us, would it? <laughs> that is a heck of a <laughs> line, actually. Um, okay. And even though we're like inside a Dana Monk guild house and like <laughs> nobody is listening, I get real close to Sam, like unnecessarily close and go, Sam, I just so you understand. We're going after the king. See, you're already taking a step down from gods. How bad could it be? <laughs> Man, it's a point. Right? I mean, you have a point, but I... <laughs> um, and Arnis honestly chuckles at this, probably more honestly than he has it at anything in a while. Um, and, uh, and just says, I... I appreciate your your humor at the situation, though I kind of have to believe that the king might actually be more well-guarded than the god of chaos was. I'm not sure why I think that, but knowing what he has that we're after, I think he might be. Hmm. Well, look, if it's my choice, <clears throat> if it's my choice, you all have saved me. You all have pulled me out of dangerous situations. How could I not return the favor? Carolina steps up next to him and says, Well, if Sam's going, I'm going. Gotta look after him. Gets himself into all kinds of trouble without me. At this point, you see Vale kind of like, they're, they're clearly trying to figure out that this is a very large group to try and sneak around the capital and potentially try to sneak into something but also they're like clearly weighing the idea of like more people means we could create diversions and split groups up and, and, and do this sort of thing. And so anyone's watching Vale sees just wheels spinning at this point. And I think you all are very well aware that capital is huge. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure everybody's been there, both in memories and in their during their actual lives. Like it's a gigantic city. Meanwhile, Arnis is just like like almost visibly like holding back tears <laughs> just because of like how much like how much Sam has done for him and had their back and like just pretty much since the very beginning and I having not seen him for I mean I guess it's a it's a really long time um and been really worried about like whether or not he was even alive or okay or what was going on uh Arnis just says, can I, can I give you a hug? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> knowing ah. that, like, we've never really been, like, the hugging type of people. <laughs> but uh -huh. just, like, Arnis is, like, having a thing <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, Sam. Sam opens up his arms. He, oh. he's a hugger. He, like, he will take a hug. And so, like, Arnis kind of like rushes in, gives Sam just like a really huge hug, and 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 just says like I've mi I've missed you so much. Basically, like getting the hug from Sam that Arnis never <laughs> got from Vale. 
Oh, oh. So Chris, the player, feels a little guilty about that, but Vale has no problems with no, that I comment. No, I know. I know that. I know, I know, oh. I know. But like, yeah. There's a slight wince from Sam as like you rush right into his fresh surgical uh, wound. Oh, and I immediately but... say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. But he doesn't like throw you away or anything. He's just like, ah, ooh, careful. Hugs you back. Sorry. Ah, no worries. No worries. So we all doing this together then. Um, Arnis kind of looks to Vale. Like, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need some potential mounts for our companions. We won't be able to find flying ones, but they can't share with us or we can't like, I guess we could do, you could double up if you wanted to, or like uh, you've doubled up in the past or like a couple of us could share and then they could share one. Yeah, we could do that. That seems like the easiest thing. Cause I ain't buying yeah. a horse in the city. <laughs> yeah. Not in this city. <laughs> oh, I don't think you can afford a horse anymore. Oh, especially a flying one. Well, I mean, the flying is that's that's a one off. Um, I mean, if you're looking for a flying mount, you might as well just go and try to buy a giant bird or something. Got like over a thousand gold or like a zeppelin. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you could certainly try to barter for a couple of horses, but prices here are not low. Oh, no, I'm not planning on buying another horse in this city. <laughs> not doing it. We can share these. Okay. It's fine. Vale and Yolanda can have their own horses. And Darwin gets to share with Arnis whether he likes it or not. And then Arnis will give over his horse <laughs> to Sam. And <laughs> Well, Vale's not sharing a horse with Darwin again. That didn't work out so well the last time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> or maybe it was the time of the era before they shared that wasn't so great. But yeah, no. Yeah, it was before you were sharing a horse. <laughs> That you then had to kill Darwin's horse. Either way, let's not repeat yeah. that if we can avoid it. No, you had to share it's... a horse because of that. Yes. Um, so the plan for now is just to share a mount. Yes. Okay. All right, then. I think as we're all being huggy and friendly and deciding to go out on a nice road trip to go commit regicide... I don't know, maybe you don't kill the king, but something tells me three-fourths of this group is all down with killing a king. I don't know if Arnis necessarily would, but uh, Vale, Eolana, Darwin. Hmm. Oh, um, anyways. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in. What has he done to you? <laughs> he's got uh, got Eolana's dad. Not to mention the mm -hmm. fact that like we've got some, we've got some beef anyway. I mean, just like pent up beef about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. After you all have agreed that Sam and Carolina can join you on your trip to Vermilion to take on the king, and you hug it out a little bit, Hennigan enters the room, scratch in hand. <laughs> He's holding scratch properly. He's being kind to her, not holding her up by the scruff of the neck or anything. But he walks in, petting the cat. He's like, I think somebody's friend 
got a little lost and kind of like hands her forward a little bit. Carolina just gives Scratch a little nod and she jumps down, runs over to the bed and just cuddles up with Sniffins. Oh, she wasn't lost, but don't you worry. Your secrets are safe with me, Mr. Assassin Man. Hannigan looks a little frustrated, gives Vale and Eolana a knowing look like, it better be. And, and Vale just kind of nods back like, I, I understand and mm-hmm. we're, we're good. I didn't just come back in here to bring you a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that you all are going to be heading out soon. That's totally fine. But last night's actions next door to Iona's, as he stares at Carolina, I've certainly drawn some attention. The silver purse is looking for your friend. If you're going to leave with him, you're going to have to do it quietly. Mm-hmm. That can be worked out. Mm-hmm. Vale, Ilana, if there's anything else you need before you leave, just let us know. As for the rest of you, pleasure doing business. Hannigan's going to leave unless anybody has something for him. Nothing that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So, the story is that outside, people are looking for Sam. The Beast of Medullary Hill is a moneymaker, with the championship fight and all coming up next week. Given this new information, Iolana will uh, speak up, having not said much in a while. She'll say, well, uh, I think we can get him out uh, without anybody seeing him. God. <laughs> Arnest just gives the Iolana a double thumbs up. Like, I fucking forgot. you know. And uh, Iolana says, you know, it, it, it might be best if someone goes to get the horses and brings them here, and then we could just put them on the horse and we can all fly away. That way he's far, far away before the minute is up. Yup. Oh, that's right. It only lasts a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds like a pretty solid plan. So. Who's going to go get some horses? Mm, The question really is who's going to stay. I think one of the guild members should stay with Sam and Carolina at the very least. I nominate Iolana. She's the one that has to do the thing anyway. It would be a shame if Iolana got... Yeah, Iolana could get all three of them out. Right. (laughs) As a, you know, contingency plan. (laughs) Tis a good plan. It would be a shame if Iolana got, like, arrested or killed <laughs> while you were out getting horses. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Not a likely scenario, but you never know. Okay, who's all going? Um, I guess Arna should go in case we have to talk our way out of something, <laughs> which we probably will. Vale, go with Arnis. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll hang back then, probably. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think... If the shitteth were to hit the fanith, um, <laughs> Iolana, the guild members, and Sam and Carolina can handle themselves. <laughs> Should I go with you then? Yeah. So as to not split or to split less? Okay. So it sounds like Vale, Darv, and Aranis are going. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the classic trio. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Emerging from the guild house, you are met with the life of Caravel. Things are already moving. People are shopping. 
people are living their lives. You can hear Nico, your little newsy friend, trying to sell papers. The new headline today is, of course, the beast has gone missing. What will happen with the championship fights? Buy a paper and find out. Uh, he sees you all walking down the street and he gives you a little nod. Paper? Paper? Five silver. What if you all don't want a newspaper? Yeah, Vale's just going to wave their one hand at the kid and like, just be like, nah, dude, just go away. We're, 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 you're not selling today. Continue shouting headlines as you head back towards the, the city entrance, as you head over to the Caravel stables. And you meet up with Giardina, the elderly owner of these stables, who's been taking care of your horses? Uh, your winged horses, anyways. That is correct. Ah, it's so good to see you all again. Are you here to pick up your lovely horses? Yep. Okay, wonderful. Um, did you all pay in advance? Can't remember. Think so? I think so. Okay. I've spent so much money in this town that it's hard for me to remember, to be honest. But I'm pretty sure we paid in advance. Okay. As Giardina is having the stable hand fetch your mounts. Ah, oh, they're such interesting animals. If you like, I could sell you some... Uh, some sugar cubes, some uh, some horse chow for you to take on the road if you need to take care of them out there. Uh, fine brushes. Horses like these, you got to brush every day. I No, I think we're good. <laughs> oh, she can't upsell you on anything? No. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah. Mm-hmm. We can polish those horseshoes for you. No. Ooh, that's Who it. polishes nice a horseshoe? <laughs> Rich jerks. <laughs> Oh my god. That's like, hey, do you want me to gold plate your boot leather? Like, seriously? Ooh. Golden leather boots. I want a polished horseshoe. That is like the definition of a waste money. Then. <laughs> but waste if your money. horse is flying, then the people who look up can see shiny horseshoes. Yeah, you don't want it to be ugly. I'm sorry, I'm not looking up at a horse flying over me because I don't want to have what's coming down and in my eyes. <laughs> You thought the pigeons were bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, they were lovely animals. Lovely animals. It's a shame to be seeing them go. They attracted all sorts of wonderful business. Everybody wants to come by and see the horses with wings. If you'd be willing to part with them, I could keep them, take good care of them. No. Yeah, nah, that's a negatory. <laughs> <sighs> Can't blame an old gal for trying. Anyways, you take care of them. Hope to see you back in the city someday soon. Come on by whenever you like. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got your horses. As you're walking through the city, you can definitely see a number of guards out on, I don't want to say the hunt, but it is certainly more than patrol. They are actively looking for people. They are asking questions, holding up crude drawings of Sam in Tamani form. Have you seen this man? Have you seen this beast? People are all confused. The barkers for the stained pit are scrambling to to build up this show next week that may not have a title fight. <laughs> but yeah, okay. We head back over to the Denouement Guild House, where Sam, Sniffins, Carolina, Scratch, and Iolana are all waiting. Iolana, who all are you turning invisible? Well, considering we're about to get on flying horses, I'm going to recommend to Sam and Carolina that they take on their 
tom- pure Tomani form. Uh, I'm probably going to say that in a way that's going to offend them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to recommend that they mm, combine with their with their animal side because I think it'd be safer to not have a cat flying in the sky. It doesn't look like a good idea. Um, uh, and it'll be easier to make them make at the very least Sam invisible, like both of both of them invisible and we can get out of here a lot faster and cleaner. I think Carolina and Sam, when they see the horses with wings, they're both a little shocked, like, Oh, Oh, we're just flying out. <laughs> Thus is the plan. Oh, we're traveling in style now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think Carolina and Sam agree. Like, Yes. While Scratch could probably hold on to a horse fairly well, the horse may not enjoy it. Sniffins, on the other hand, uh, would have a much more difficult time. Sure, he wouldn't want to be strapped to the back of a horse. No, no, no. So, with a couple of bursts of air and dust flying around, you see Sam and Carolina take on their Tamani forms. And, yeah, they're good to go when you are. Quick question. Um, is anybody taking that control device that was implanted in Sam? Neither of my characters have an interest in it. Shouldn't we take it to make sure no one else gets it, though? There's part of me that wants to do that, and there's part of me that also just wants to, like, throw it on the floor and just, like, crush it under my shoe. That's probably better. Oh, you mean you're not going to leave it in the guild office? I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't unique items, like, People can get their hands on them. The guild does not usually have them. That's kind of not what they're about. They're more about just killing things as opposed to like torture devices. Yeah, I just, you know, we've left enough like things metaphorical or real like behind that I'm feeling like if there's a quote unquote loose end I can tie up by just crushing this thing, then I think maybe I want to. (laughs) Perfectly acceptable. I just wanted to ask in case anybody had the thought of using it for themselves. Uh, If we don't really know how to control it, then I don't want to use it. (laughs) Okay. In which case, yes, you can definitely throw it on the ground and crush it under your heel. There's a very loud crunch as it cracks and splits into several pieces. There's a slight little magical fizzle. All right. Iolana, who are you turning invisible? would be because I have to make myself invisible as part of the spell. And then the bonus is other people. It's going to be me, Carolina, Sam, and I think that's it. It makes the most sense. All right. There's poof, poof, poof. As the three of you turn invisible, who is sharing horses? Well, if we've got them invisible, it seems like maybe... At least until we're out of town, they should be... They should split up. So that well, it looks like, like, hey, I'm just riding a horse by myself. Well, I'm just riding this flying horse by myself. <laughs> there will be at least one horse that will look like it's flying without a rider, though. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. You can, like, give it its little, like, rope and kind of, like, yeah. you can attach it to mine like it's mine. Cool. Then, <laughs> yeah. Put, uh, I don't know, who is going to, who's Sam going to ride with? I feel like Sam can ride with anyone. I'll take Carolina because she's, you know. She's she's new and Arnus is personable. <laughs> so Arnus and Carolina are up on Theron. Who's riding with Sam again? I forgot. Sam's riding with Darwin. Okay. Darwin, you and Sam up on Ben. 
Invisible Sam. Invisible Sam. Is he? I assume he's riding behind you because he's yes. bigger than you. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's very warm. He's a big furry hug. And then we've got Shadow Mare and Wind Rider. Uh, which one's Ilana's again? Wind Rider? Uh-huh. I mean, I should know by these names. You'd think. Shadow Mare. Hmm. I wonder which one that might be. <laughs> okay. Are you all just flying away right from the front of the guild house or are you like riding towards the gates? I know you've only got a minute, so I just don't know if you're flying immediately out of town. I uh, say yes. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's pretty much the plan. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. I'm You can use roads. They're there. You don't need them, no. Your horses do need to touch down on the ground so they can do things like rest and eat. But yeah, they're perfectly all right flying while traveling. Um, okay. So the four horses take to the skies and you fly up and away from Caravel towards Vermilion. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.